All right, welcome back to another episode of Cooking Sports. You're here with Keith and Aaron. We are now officially on Apple Podcasts as well, so uh, check us out there if it's easier or more convenient for you. Uh, anything you hear on this podcast is just our own personal opinions. It is week eight of 2024. We got a double birthday week happening here. Uh, Aaron, happy birthday, dude. 47. Uh, I feel old. But I see LeBron James. He's 39, I think. Still playing some solid ball. Uh, and then Jaeger can still uh, be a porn star and uh, play some good hockey. So I'm not dead yet, but I'm on the other side of things. You're on the back nine. I am on the back nine, yes. And the front nine was an adventure. <laughs> well, hopefully you're on like hole 10, so you still got like, you know, you're eating a hot dog or something. You still got some some tread left on the tires here. We're good to go. Do you say double birthday? Who else is? It's my birthday on Saturday. Oh, that's right. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I totally forgot our birthdays are within the same week, so that was couple, a fun surprise. <laughs> we got a, yeah, that's right. We got a couple of fish here. A couple that's of fish. <laughs> two, two, that makes a lot of sense, you know. And Pisces, uh, you know, as, as chefs, um, that's a, it's kind of a whirlwind because we're emotional people and uh, it's a very stressful job. And there's a lot of slamming and throwing and crying and yeah. punching meat in the walk-in freezer. Oh, the freezer is a great place for yelling. Great place. Sports. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Today we're going to talk about uh, hockey, of course, because hockey is, is, is going pretty good. We, we love to talk about the, uh, the wild 17-goal game there um, <laughs> with the Canucks and Wild. Um, I wanted to quickly just talk, and then we're going to talk some golf and then some basketball. I wanted to quickly just put a couple things in, and we're not going to have uh, time to probably talk about it. But one is Pete Carroll, you know, our beloved coach of the former coach of the Seattle Seahawks, has now been rumored to uh, be in the line for the defensive coordinator of San Francisco 49ers, really? which really? is. Which would be a good stick in the uh, old gut to... Ah, uh, yeah, John, I would say so. It's John Snyder, right? Yeah, John that's Snyder. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's, so that's, that's just a rumor. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard from Pete Carroll or anything, but that's one thing going on. Let us know if you have a comment about that. Um, we'll talk golf quickly first because I don't think we have a lot to talk about. But I'll go first. It was the Genesis Open this weekend. My boy, Tiger Woods. Love him. He's a god of golf. Um... He, I think it was his event this weekend too. Uh, he withdrew <laughs> <laughs> on Friday, and I saw it. I saw it early, but you could tell. And I know the announcers can see something too, but they're just praying that he's still around and make this uh, tournament more relevant. <laughs> right. But you could tell that on he he, he shot all right. He was like one over uh, after Thursday, and he he hit one off the hosel. On 18, like, just went straight, like, I, that's a shot I can hit perfectly. <laughs> but then he, uh, as Tiger Woods is, he's just mentally tougher than everybody else. He got out of trouble. He was in the woods, put it up next to the hole, and was able to s sneak out with a par. Um, so it was looking good going into Friday, I thought. And he was shooting, he was shooting all right. I think he, w he had a birdie and a bogey on the front. I think he... Finished on seven, I think. 
Well, yeah, anyways, he got picked up, and that was the weekend over. I picked him, my one and done, and uh, the commissioner there was kind of razzing me a bit. But my other pick would have been Jordan Spieth, and, uh, <laughs> and that made me feel a little bit better. I, I got a little sleep yeah. because uh, Jordan Spieth was penalized for an incorrect, incorrect scorecard. I think it had something to do with him not being able to find the bathroom or something like that. And then no people way. were saying that Tiger Woods always has everything at his uh, disposal whenever he <laughs> needs it. But uh, I think he had trouble during that round finding finding the, the toilet. And uh, supposedly that was kind of the reason why he... I don't know if it was, but... Uh, but is that is that actually a, a stroke? Like like a delay of game? Because he's wandering around trying to find the shitter or what? No, like, no, no. He, uh, that's why he incorrectly signed his scorecard. Because he was rushing to... to oh, after the round. And then oh, after the okay. round, he, right. he had thrown... That's what I heard. I don't know. I could be wrong. Because okay. they were saying how Tiger Woods has all the... And it was just too bad for... Well, he, he should have checked his scorecard. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I'd, hey, I've, it sometimes you forget, lose lose count on a hole and it, it happens. But it's a costly it, mistake. He was huge, in the top yeah. 10. I think he was, yeah. he was in the top 10 there. And uh, that might have been six figures for sure. That's yeah, and, a whole and, and and he likes Riviera too. Like that's the course that sets up well for him. There's not a whole lot these days, but um, that's a that's a good one for him. Um, Tiger was it first? It was back spasms, I think, and then he actually withdrew later on from the flu. Is what what I had read um, that there was multiple things happening there. But it was it was probably the back spasms that you were seeing. That you were like physical, right? You didn't. It was look the probably same. the car flying off the highway. Is probably what. what did. <laughs> ankle, ankle, yeah. Maybe you know, maybe the lack of judgment there, talking about him being so mentally tough. But, uh, anyways, whatever you know, Tiger, Tiger. It was nice to see him. Uh, hopefully, he'll play again this season. Talking about his son, Charlie Woods, just turned fifteen. Uh, he attempted to uh, get into a PGA Tour event and uh, missed the mark. Today, unfortunately, yeah. he didn't make it. He, I think he was out by 16 strokes. Yeah. But uh, 15, that's, uh, he was off the lead by 21. I think uh, the, the leader was Billy Billy something. Billy Basham. That's uh, quite the name. <laughs> I, I can only like, I imagine he's by far the, the youngest competitor there. Uh, people, Most people going for that would be um, older amateurs or like people in college, yeah. I imagine, yeah. things like that. Or just... You know, professionals trying to make it. Yeah. Um, I I saw that or I read that he had a twelve on one of the par fours. He did. Yeah. Um, so that adds up your score. So that that adds up pretty quickly when uh, when you take one of those uh, a snowman plus. So um, a lot of pressure yeah. on the kid. Oh, but for sure. It's gonna be fun to see because he he's gonna be a good player. You know, no no doubt about it. Yeah, and I, I, I imagine there's a, a some people out there who think, oh, like Tiger's forcing him into be to, and he's too young and blah 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 blah. But I don't know. Charlie looks like a pretty good golfer and looks pretty mentally tough, and or having fun out there from what I've seen him play. And if anyone would know what it takes to to advance at the sport like that um it would be tiger because he did it and well, he's done everything yeah especially at a young age himself so um yeah nice try charlie <laughs> yeah no and it'll be fun to see what charlie does so that was the golf news i keith do you have anything else you want to talk about golf we got I'm all good so keith i'll i'll uh pass hockey on to you 
Uh, well, I'll go back uh, to last weekend. We actually had um, the uh, two stadium series games, so two more outdoor games. They were back-to-back, and they were both held at MetLife Stadium, which is the, the football stadium where the New York Jets and the New York, New York Giants play. Um, and Aaron, so, Aaron, the actual title of this, this, these games was the 2024 Navy Federal Credit Union NHL Stadium Series in New Jersey. Well, that's longer than the new uh, PGA <laughs> Tour events. <laughs> right? How much sponsorship do you need in there? Holy. Uh, great weather for both games. Um, as is tradition um, for these outdoor games, um, the teams dress up for the walk-in. Philly showed up uh, for the game uh, rocking some rocky wear with the gray hoodie and gray sweatpants. And they had their knuckles all wrapped up. They're jogging in, and uh, the New Jersey Devils show up there in Soprano gear with, like, tracksuits and gold chains. It's actually pretty good. Uh, so that was interesting. Um, Patrick Waugh and the New York Islanders were in the second game with Laviolette and the New York Rangers. Patrick Waugh kept his cool. I thought he might uh, pull some shenanigans, but it looks like Patrick Waugh's, uh, at least in the first couple weeks, has been uh, keeping things under wraps. Um Anything you wanted to talk about that, or do you want to go into the? Well, I didn't get a games? chance. I didn't get a chance to watch them. Uh, the outdoor games are just getting become just outdoor shitty hockey for me now. I've, shitty, yeah. not shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree, unless it's one of the cool ones like the Pittsburgh game where it's like snowing outside yeah, and the guys still, and stuff. Still, I don't. Like, yeah. I'm just like, all right. Like I've seen one, I've seen enough, kind of thing. And they do lots of them too, right? They do a lot because there's yeah. the classic ones, but then also just like the, the baseball ones. Baseball stadium ones, I'm not sure about, but I have to say it was really cool in the football stadium. But yeah, it is cool. Yeah. If, if you're in the upper deck, you're not seeing what's happening. No, it's, it's, it's not like there's a jumbotron or anything you can no. look at either. You're just cheering and freezing. Yeah, there's no blue streak <laughs> that you can follow. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice if they could. Everyone have your glasses so you can follow the puck in the upper no, deck. Yeah, no. <laughs> I want to talk about. I'm going to say real quickly. Before I forget, because you know we got a Flames fan here and we got a Kraken fan here that used to be a Flames fan, and I was hacking on the Kraken for losing to uh, San Jose, getting shut out before the All Star game, but uh, the Flames got you know beat up by the Sharks last <laughs> yeah. last week, six yeah. to three. Yeah. Well, that yeah. was a late goal too. It was basically it was done early. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just want to throw that in. No, it's good. And if, if we're if we're beating up on the Flames, that's okay because. Uh, Former Flame Sean Monahan, newly with the Winnipeg Jets, made a trip back to the Saddle Dome and had a first period natural hat trick That's against insane. the Flames. That's I know, insanity. I know. Think about yeah. that guy's trip too, man. He went from he went from a top scorer, top, first line, to dumped from Calgary, basically. Yeah. To yeah, a first round pick to get rid of them. That's insanity. <laughs> and then they flipped them to Winnipeg for another first round pick. That was a tight. And then Winnipeg. And then he get, walks into the Saddle Dome. He's probably wearing his soprano gear, and he gets a natural hat trick in the yeah. first period. It's pretty cool. Uh, awesome. I've, I've always loved the guy, and kudos for him. I'm glad that he's been able to be healthy. That's the number one thing. The Flames never wanted to get rid of him, but he had. A, like a double digit ridiculous amount of surgeries in a short period of time, like both wrists, hips, legs, all sorts of stuff going on. So, well, he, um, used to just, he went through a lot. He used to just stand up up front all the time, <laughs> yeah, and just yeah, just get beat just up. Get and, well, and this thing too is that he was a warrior, he never actually would like sit out and like heal himself. Be like, oh, it's off season, have a surgery, I'm ready for training camp, kind of can't hold a stick, yeah. right? So 
Um, I wish he would have, him and the team played a little bit smarter and, and let him heal a little bit more in his days. But yeah, super happy that he's back and playing hockey and um, making an impact. Flames ended up winning that game um, 6-3, by the way. Those were the only three goals that, that Winnipeg scored in the night. Oh, okay. But, but first period natural hat trick. That doesn't uh, happen very often unless you're uh, Austin Matthews, but we'll probably get into that a little bit later. Did you want to talk about the wild game? I would love to talk about the wild game. What a game. Yeah, uh, you know, the 17 goals scored. Uh, 10 of them from the wild and 7 of them from the Canucks. can't remember how the game went. I forget because I know the Canucks were up by a few goals at one point. Uh, yeah, yeah. the Wild scored six goals in, uh, oh, no, seven goals in the third period um, uh, to win the game. They actually had six goals in under six minutes and four goals in just over two minutes. They just went bonkers, just ape shit in the third period. Yeah, it was 5-3 going into the third. That's, that's and I almost thought the Canucks were going to come back, too, and tie that up. Yeah, it wasn't that far out of the question. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, your, your boy J.T. Miller had a hat trick there. I'm telling you. <laughs> J.T. for life. J.T. puts up the hat trick and they still can't pull out the win. That's a little bit disappointing. Um, who was the net for the, for the Canucks? Do you I remember? Back up. I can't remember his yeah, well, name, okay. but he's a young guy. DeSmith, maybe? Yeah, that's who yeah, it was. Okay, that's yeah, who yeah. It was. yeah, fair enough. Uh, Kirill the Thrill Kaprizov. Or Kaprizov uh, had three goals and three assists, and uh, Erickson Erickson actually had three goals and three assists too. So, um, yeah, what a what a wild game! <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah, the puns and the puns. Uh, last, <laughs> I think the the most goals scored against uh, or happened in a game was the Oilers and Blackhawks in '85. Oilers winning twelve to nine. So oh, wow. So 21 wow. is the most scored in one game. Uh, yeah, the Canucks are on a three-game losing streak. They play my Kraken tonight. I got a bet with my father for a half dozen donuts. I tried mm. to get a goal. I thought he should have given me a goal at least for the spread <laughs> there. But, uh, he Trying said, to get the handicap. He said, no way. He's not feeling the three-game the three game, uh, losing streak. Um, and... The, I think the Kraken have had at least two days off. So they, the last game, I think they played, yeah, the last game they played the uh, Detroit Red Wings and lost in overtime like the Kraken always do. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a trap game to me. If the Sounds like Kraken could come out a little bit sleepy and uh, the Canucks, I think this is the first three-game losing streak of the year. So yes. it seems like a good time for them to break it. I always, I always concerned when, when teams have like ridiculous streaks coming in, like, oh, we've lost eight in a row in San Jose or something. You're like, oh, well, you're probably going to throw up a, 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 you know, a heater on this game and just beat you down. That's it. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, anything else for the wild game? No, that's all I got. Um, how about Austin Matthews? Just going bonkers. Yeah, he is, isn't he? How are the Leafs doing? Well, I don't know. I'm not paying attention to Leafs, but I just know Austin Matthews had back-to-back hat tricks for the second time this season, and he's now up to 50 goals in 54 games. Holy shit. Yeah, 54 games. Wow. Unreal. I never thought anyone would come close to that nowadays. And what's the record? Uh, 15-39 by Gretzky. So that one's probably going to stand. How much? 15 and 39. Yeah. Sorry? <laughs> 50 goals in 39 games. <laughs> 15, 39. And 39, yeah. Yeah. So 15, 54 is quite a ways away, but it's been a long time since anyone was sniffing around that, that's for sure. 
Um, I th- someone said he's on pace for 76, would be, which would be the first time in a long time. Wow. Um, Good for Austin Matthews. Yeah, he's just, just going crazy. Um, and I don't know how the Leafs are doing. <laughs> I think they're in a wild card spot. Well, that, there's your Leafs update. Austin, <laughs> Austin Matthews is better than JT Miller, I guess. <laughs> but the Leafs are definitely not doing better than the Canucks. So, uh, should we ever talk about what Canadian teams are, and just kind of give a give an update on what the Canadian teams are doing? Do you have any info on that, Keith? Flames are trying to figure their life out while just slowly waiting for the trade deadline and hoping to make it, make some maneuvers. Edmonton's on a tear still. Winnipeg's doing well. Um, Ottawa's in the gutters. Montreal's in the gutters. Toronto's somewhere in a wild card spot. That's your update. There you go. <laughs> All right. You got anything else to talk about for? Uh, what else? Oh, we had... Uh, Yarmir Jaeger's um, jersey retirement in Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was talking about y- Jaeger. Yeah, he comes out. He doesn't have anybody with him. He has no family. Because all he does is he just hangs out with 19, 20, 21-year-old models. I swear. like it's. But I feel like it, I look at him and I go, "Is that must be a lonely place. You don't have a family. You don't have kids or whatever. He walks out and there's just like these blue, shiny eyes just smiling and head up like... He's pretty happy. I don't know. He's having a great time. He's by himself. Anyways. He owns a hockey team. He's still playing hockey. He's got models. Yeah. What's not to like? Um, He got rid of the mold a long time ago. So life's good for Yager, I think. Yeah. He's a a pretty uh, class act. Do you know that uh, if you mix the words out of Yarmir, if you mix the, uh, the, the letters, they spell Mario Jr. Exactly. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Um, also, I did. I saw a little bit of the intro, and the traveling Yagers actually showed up where they have all the guys that's dressed awesome. up in the di- yeah. different jerseys. Um, I remember them in Calgary. Remember yeah, when they he would make for appearances? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was hilarious. The people actually, I actually, if he had done better for more than like the seven games he's there, I would have got a jersey or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I love Yager for yeah. sure, but he was terrible. Um, it was funny though when they came out. They did. Uh, he was skating with the team a little bit for the pre for the the morning practice, and they did the the pregame skate, and he was going around. But they all came out with a, a Yager jersey, and a bunch of them had the mullets on too. Love it. Um, they had some funny pictures. Yeah, it was it was good. So that's his family. That's his family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, so you know, still a happy guy, Yager. Good to see you get honored. That's fantastic. Anything else in hockey? I got one one more thing, um, and I just kind of found out about it this week, and it's in a new rule uh, this year that started in the Professional Women's Hockey League. It's, it's called PWL. T- PWHL, that's PWHL. right. PWHL. P- Professional Women's Hockey League, PWHL. Okay. Um, it's called the jailbreak rule. Have you heard What's about jail- it? No, I don't know. Jailbreak rule is that um, if you're killing a penalty and you score a shorthanded goal... Then your teammate in the penalty box just gets to leave the penalty box. Jailbreak. Okay, come again. So you score when you're shorthanded and your guy gets to come out and you get the goal. Get the goal and your guy gets out of the box. You're back to even strength. It's not a bad idea. I think it's a cool idea. I think it's a great idea. It's interesting. The... 
it was the reason to do it is that they wanted to have more incentive in the defensive players to take more risks as yeah, opposed yeah. to just sitting back there, up. right? It opens it up, right? So that's smart, right? Yeah, I think I I like it. I, it seems like a pretty cool idea. Um, interesting though, because on the other side, I guess you could see that uh, maybe there's less incentive for the offense to take risks because of the potential. But I don't really know if I don't know. I think if you're on a power play, you're mm-hmm. not going to not try to score. I know, we'll see how it shakes out. I like watching the PWHL. I think the women are extremely talented. It's a yeah. it's a very talented league. Yeah. I think it's more... You know, I, I don't watch the WNBA because I don't watch the NBA, really. So why am I going to watch... You know, I barely watch the NBA. Um, but the women, they can they can play. Like, they... they mm. um, it's good to watch. Yeah, they play hard and it's it's they, it's they got fast some, too. Yeah, I think we had. I think they had a uh, your favorite. Uh, what the hell is that goal called? Where you tuck it uh, off? Oh, Michigan. <laughs> I think they had a Michigan too. That was fantastic. Um, I yeah, it'd be cool. That's that's a reason for me to to watch that that game even more now. Um, that's interesting, and they're probably trying it yeah. out for the NHL too. Or I don't know if it'd make it to the NHL, but. I think it's yeah. I think it's a really really smart idea, and I I'm interested to see how it plays out and actually affects the game and like the strategy of the game a yeah. little bit once it once yeah. it happens. But I think that's great. Yeah, not well, only not only do you score the shorthanded goal, but your buddy gets out. The jail it to the jail jailbreak rule jailbreak rule. I like it. Cool. cool. All right. Well, that's that's hockey, guys. Um, I don't think we have any uh, polls on there. I don't think anybody's doing any polls. Uh, if you have any friends, please let them know that we have a podcast here so they can listen and uh, keep up with the shenanigans that we do every week. Um, sorry we're late this week. Keith was sick and it was my birthday yesterday. Um, so thanks for, I just wanted to take the time to say thanks for, for listening and uh, sticking with us. It's our first year. We're still working it out. Um, if we go to basketball, seeing how we were talking about the, the WNBA, uh, I, the All-Star game was on. And I hate All-Star Games. I've already told you that. Uh, I didn't watch this All-Star Game either. Um, but I did watch... I do like the skills competition. And I first thing I watched was Mac McClung uh, just just go crazy. He, he had, You know, it was fantastic to watch this guy. He's 6'2", you know, which is kind of short for the NBA. He's got a 43.5 vert. Jordan, Jordan had the most. He had 48. Um, 48, holy... Yeah, he's Air Jordan for sure. Um, but uh, he jumped over Shaq, standing tall, like and dunked. It was uh, it was pretty amazing. And Shaq, you know, people duck their head a bit. Like he ducked his head a little bit, but he still cleared enough. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's crazy. Mac, Mac McClung. I don't know. I don't think I. I don't watch a lot of basketball. Uh, maybe you guys can let us know, but uh, I don't think he even plays on the first. Uh, First team on his on whatever team he plays for. I don't even know who he plays for. I think, and that was the, the slam the, the slam dunk champion guy. I think he was actually a, a G leaguer or like not even in the NBA. I think he's an amateur guy, but he's done it before possibly. Anyways, some know. fun dunks. Did the, you get a chance to see it? I I didn't see it. I did see the the final score of the actual All Star game was the East beat the West. 211 to 186. Highest scoring it. NBA I'm game ever. Glad I missed it. <laughs> Not a lot of defense going on there. I'm glad I missed it. Not taking any charges at all. <laughs> I don't even care about the All-Star game. <laughs> so Mac McClung, that was fantastic. I suggest you look it up on YouTube and see his dunks. They're pretty cool. He dunked over Shaq. That's that's fantastic. 
Um, really cool to watch was the uh, the NBA and the WNBA. Yes, uh, played off today uh, this time uh, for the three point contest. Yeah, and there's a lady called uh, named Sabrina Lonsko Lonsko I think it is right. I think so. Yeah, Sabrina Lonsko. Uh, and she f- was in the finals with uh, Steph Curry, and she went first. And she shoots from the the NBA three point line, but she does use a WNBA ball, which is a little smaller, but still, um, twenty six. She got uh, just absolutely killed it. Just hammered. I him. thought I thought Steph was done for. And you even watch <laughs> Steph, and Steph gets up there and so cool. But like, it took the last rack of balls for Steph to win it, and he, uh, but but he did. But that. That just shows you had the talent for, for with those women too. Like, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Absolutely. I mean, Steph's going to go down as one of the greatest shooters in NBA history. The greatest. And and, and and yeah, she poured it to him right from the get go. Yeah. That was great. He, to see like him. you said, he he looked pretty. He looked pretty cool and calm, but there was definitely some nerves in there somewhere, even as a, a multiple. Uh, oh, he said that. Yeah, he said. Champion. I was worried. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But um, that's why. That's Steph Curry, yeah. But that was a really fun... Uh, it's fun to see. I like... You know, I get kind of tired of the whole, like... Uh, women should get paid the same as men kind of thing with in sports. It's unfortunate that one... Well, it's not unfortunate. It's just people watch the NBA for how long, and it makes that much money, and that's how much money you get paid for. Yep. So hopefully, you know... The people that are bitching about that, I'm going off on a rant here. Uh, those people are actually going to watch the games and supporting whatever they're, they're complaining yep. about. Um, I think the W, uh, the PWHL is fantastic. I've seen. I, I think the NHL is doing a really good job with it. Sometimes they go a little bit over, like a little bit too much, but mm-hmm. like whatever. It's it's good to see because it, they this is these women can play like they can play. I wouldn't want to play against yeah, them. No, it, yeah, it smoked me, but uh, but yeah, no, it's just it's just it's good to see. So, and I hope uh, those people that complain about uh, that kind of stuff, they go uh, stop complaining and start supporting more supporting and less complaining. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Put your money where your where your mouth is, and um, the because P- the WNBA is subsidized by the NBA. You know, the NBA gives the them is where their money comes from is the NBA and the NBA is a juggernaut too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, even the World Cup, uh, the uh, the U.S. men's and women's soccer, they split it half halfway, which is not fair. Mm-hmm. So, but that's just the way it is. Right? It shouldn't yeah, yeah. it shouldn't be that way. But when you look at they're trying. All I'm saying is they're trying. The people that are complaining, they're putting the money in there. The NBA is putting the money in there, supporting it. The hockey NHL supporting the the PWHL, mm-hmm. right? <coughs> So, I don't know. I don't think they're going to play football because that's. I don't think anybody should play football. That's a. That's yeah. an insane barbarian sport. It is. It's like yeah. It's, who, it, who lets their kids play football? It's like gladiators in, 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 in the Roman times in the Colosseum, right? So, right. but uh, anyways, that was a bit of a rant there. I was. I'm just pretty excited about. Keith's got something on I, that. I I agree. Um, and also with the soccer thing, it's funny because in Canada, the the U.S. national team for the or sorry the Canadian national team, the females have been way better for so much longer, yeah. and and actually have a bigger audience and bring in more money than men do, and it, it's flipped just for whatever role that true. is. I don't think that's true. I'm pretty sure it is. It's yeah. not though. The men for the World Cup. Look up the 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 what it was for the last World Cup with the men's. Canadian soccer team, but in previous years, maybe it's been close. Well, because the men have only been in one World Cup in the last, like, 30 years, and the women are in there every single year, so... Yeah, but the men, <laughs> the men only get paid if they go there. 
Exactly, and they've yeah. only been there once in 30 years. Yeah, they've so been... they're not getting money from the Canadian women. No, but they're not making any money. Is yeah, the they're point, not right? making any they're money. They're not yeah. making any money. So they're, not, they're not they're, going there, They're right? not making any money, and they're not getting any money, right? But the women still go. It doesn't have any... There's no effect from the men's soccer team to what the women mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. in soccer. Right? Because okay. they're still going to make the same as other countries are going to make. The Canadian men's program isn't taking from... Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it's split um, when it comes to... There is, they do, when they do go there and they do make money individually, they do get money and I'm sure it is yeah. shared as, as a little percentage, but you might be right, but only happened recently because both squads made the Olympics yeah. or the World Cup. As yeah, for like, to, they get money from, you know, view, viewers on TV and all that kind of stuff, right? Right, right. And from, you know, participating, you know, because they're, because the men get paid a lot more in the World Cup mm-hmm. than they do in the Women's World Cup, right? Because the yeah. pool is... Is so much smaller, right? So, and the sponsorship and everything else. Yeah, that's why you got to watch watch the game. So hopefully, those everybody's watching. I love watching the Canadian national team. Has been that good, like you said, right? Christine Sinclair has been a beast. Yeah, it'll be interesting now that uh, the the old guards kind of moving on, especially with uh, Sinclair leaving. But um, yeah, it's good to see uh, the support for for female sports because because that's what like you need, said, right? Good the, stuff. It all comes down to dollars. Yeah, you. you yeah, it's it's a business at the end of the day, no matter what. Um, PWHL, I think, is doing really good. They actually, uh, there's a Toronto a game in the actual uh, Toronto stadium, not nice. East Guardian. Nice. Uh, what's it called? T- not TD Place. I don't know what Ma- it's called. Ma- Maple Leaf. I don't know. Uh, anyway, the Maple Leafs um, uh, hockey stadium, and they actually sold it out for two games there. They had 19,000 yeah, no, plus for Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So lots of viewership, and it looks like they're getting lots of support. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's good. It's competitive. We like it. Seal of approval there, right? Seal of approval. Um, so we talked about the All-Star game. I think, um, remember when the Grizzlies were in Vancouver? Yes, and I actually, a couple weeks ago, I saw a very interesting documentary on the Vancouver Grizzlies. And, and this girl from Vancouver went and like did a whole documentary on the Grizzlies and what happened and why they left. She had interviews with um, the GM and the owner at the time. Maybe not not the owner, secondary uh, person. Um, Steve Francis got interviewed. Um, Sharif Abdul Rahim, like the whole group, like Big Country was there. I remember, it, Big Country, he was yeah, great. Like, it was like it was really good, a really good uh, documentary. Um, if I can remember, I'll bring it out for next time and share with the viewers. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I remember Big Country. He's probably one of the worst number one picks. There's been some out there. He's been <laughs> for all for sports. He's been one of the worst. I think. Uh, probably yeah. Uh, who was the guy? Um, Jamarcus Russell. I would say probably worse. He remember he he got he only made it through one season and he like sleep. He was like sleeping in all the time. He, he blamed it on having uh, um, not amnesia. What's the the one where he can't sleep at night? Oh, is it insomniac? Insomniac, or, yeah. Or so that's what he's blaming on. Or just playing video games the whole time. Who knows? But signed a massive contract as the number one overall pick for um, the Raiders, and he was done in two years. He was terrible. That's disappointing. <laughs> I know the Flames aren't really good at having draft picks. Uh, <laughs> too big, bad draft picks. Yep, yep. Uh, they, they've not too bad recently. They did have uh, – Bennett wasn't the greatest, but Kachuk was good. Um Sean Monahan was good. There's there's been a couple of good ones recently, but previously, like the the early '90s to late '90s, they were terrible. It was like Trevor Keith or Trevor Kidd, um, Brett Cron who played like Tangy, Rico Fada, Daniel Kachuk. 
Oh, man, there's lots of heartbreak with the, the Flames. Terrible graphics. <laughs> All right, folks, I'm not going to let you have to, you know, Keith's, Keith's sad now. Getting sorry. Fired up, sorry, He's guys. getting fired up. We're both getting <laughs> fired up. Anyways, uh, I think it was just because football has kind of thrown us off for a little bit here. So we're, we're kind of figuring out um, what, to, what to watch on TV. Um, I was getting out of the Grizzlies is that uh, Vancouver, they're picking it. Should Vancouver have an MLB team? That was the question. And I'm going to put that one out on the poll this week. Um, they're saying that Vancouver is in the, there's six teams that the MLB is looking at, or sorry, six cities that the MLB is looking at. Vancouver's one of them. It's Nashville, Salt Lake, Portland, Austin, and Mexico City. Wow. So... I don't think Vancouver, they said the top ones there, I think they said was uh, Nashville and Austin maybe, or Salt Lake, I can't remember which one. But uh, I think Vancouver needs a base, that would be because of the, of the Leafs being on that side of the country, mm-hmm. you'd, have, you'd, you'd have all these fans here get to see uh, a Blue Jays game. Hope, no, you wouldn't, would you? you? Well, it depends on, I guess, well... Yeah, even if there were in different um, different leagues, or still be um, still be those one off games, interdivisional ones. Yeah, those would be expensive to go see. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they at least Vancouver's in the running. But what's interesting is Montreal isn't even in the running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wow, that's kind of a kick in the teeth for the old uh, Expos fans. Right. I was just talking. I was just telling Heidi about uh, Vladimir Guerrero because she likes Vladdy uh, Jr. there, and I said, "Well, that's his papa who played for Montreal." Yeah. And it's and it's and it's interesting that uh, Montreal's not on the ballot. So I'm wondering what the heck's going on there because it would have been. I think Montreal should have a team. I think Vancouver should have a team. I I would love to see Vancouver have an MLB team. That'd be fantastic. I think it'd be really interesting for sure, and it would be great if they could support it. Um, I don't think. I don't think the MLB is serious about having another Canadian team. I think they're perfectly content for to have one team that's Canada's team, just like the NBA or as the Raptors and it's Canada's team and that's the support. And I think on the West Coast, a lot of people, if you're not a Jays fan, then you love the Mariners. Like that's even people in Alberta and the Prairies and things like that too. It's it's Mariners because that's really the closest thing. Um, and I think there's a lot of support there. So I don't I don't know if they'd be able to... To do it, it would be great if they gave it a shot to see what happens. I do like going to the old Canadians games if, when they're around. Um, always good to see some of the really low, low-level uh, prospects of the Jays come up. But there's some good ones that pass through there for sure. Um, interesting, too, that uh, talking about expansion, um, Kevin Durant went on record saying um, that if the Seattle Supersonics or uh, an NBA team of some sort ever returned to Seattle, he would want to be in on it and support it. Um, he was really stoked about the idea and said that Seattle's a, a great uh, basketball city and that they should be con- seriously considering going back there. Well, let's talk about this, the Seattle Supersonics next. I want to talk about baseball in Vancouver. Baseball in Vancouver would do fantastic. MLB is perfect. Um... I grew up, the island is uh, is a baseball, like Victoria, Vancouver, um, all over uh, this part of BC is huge baseball country. Uh, a lot of our players uh, are playing the MLB, people that came from Vancouver and from this, um, I know the pitcher from uh, the Red Sox, he's a starting pitcher and I can't remember his name right now, but then we have a lot of 
players down there. Um, I think uh, the Grizzlies weren't a good fit because of the demographic. Um, it suits Toronto because there's a lot more basketball fans there. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball isn't as big on this side of Canada. Baseball is huge. I know that. Um, my, I just think it it would be fantastic if Vancouver had a uh, MLB team. I would be over there all the time. It'd be great, yeah, if they could support it, and it was a, something that they were willing to take a shot on. Definitely, it would be, uh, it would be real cool. They'd have to be able to support it, though. You're right. They'd have to build a stadium too somewhere, I guess. Hey, eh? yeah, they could find somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah, but the Supersonics. I don't even know why that that was that blew my. It still baffles me how they lost that team. Like they were, yeah. it was Rain Man, and you know, in uh, yeah, <laughs> you had Gary Payton, the glove, and Sean yeah, Camp. Sean Camp. Um, then you had you had Durant too at the start of it, right? Yeah, and then they moved. Meeting. Yeah, yeah, no, the Oklahoma City of all places. Like, who would have thought? <laughs> I know it's weird. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think it'd be great to see the Sonics it'd back cool. down there. Yeah. Still confusing why they left, and still confusing why the Montreal Expos aren't being considered. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I can't figure it out either. Um, well, yeah, that's. Um, that's about all we got for this week, hey, Keith? We're both kind of, it's it's Thursday, Keith's getting over the sickness, I just got out of the kitchen, um, we're kind of half, half there, we're looking <laughs> at each other going, like, this isn't usually when we do it, so, uh, we apologize if we went on a bit of a rant there, and, uh, uh got a little sleepy, but, uh, I uh, just wanted to check in, and we're gonna be back at it on Monday, uh, I appreciate you listening, Keith, I hope you get better. Appreciate it. Uh, Apple Podcast, and uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Take care. See you.